Welcome to Wrestling the Revenue Podcast, where we educate, enlighten, and encourage how to improve our quality of food to grow your business and improve your health and wellness. I am Darnetta D. Maureen, certified sleep science coach, certified holistic life coach, author, national editor of the Black National Unity News, and a speaker. I am pleased to have my special guest, Merlin Gilbert Mitchell, founder of MGM College Services and Educational Consultant and Coach. Welcome, Merlin, and thank you for your time and expertise. How you doing, Donata? Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I am too. So let's get right with the question. Now, my first question would be, what led you down the path of focusing on college and career planning? And how were you able to directly coach 250-plus students to receive admission to colleges and universities? I know it's a mouthful, but that's a <laughs> lot that you do. So if you can please explain that. Yes, thank you for that question. Let's jump right You're in. Welcome. Yeah. So I, I am an educator, second-generation educator, and initially when I started focusing on college and career planning, it was because I had a daughter in high school. And so even though my daughter's mother, which is me, I was I went to college and graduated, and so did my mother and my father. The students that I was working with, primarily students of color, students that were in lower socioeconomic neighborhoods, they did not have those same opportunities or those same resources. And so what I found myself doing was trying to create something to give that to them. And so in doing that, then I helped my daughter and her friends, and then I started helping other students, and then I started helping the students in my classes and their friends, you know, that commercial when they told two friends and so on and yes, so on. Yes, yes. so it, it grew from there, and so out of, it burst out of a need of my own child and what I was trying to get ready to do with her and, and help her friends out, and then also seeing the need because of the school I was working at and what I saw was a huge, not even a gap, it was a gulf that students weren't thinking about college. It wasn't on their radar. It was, they said college was for those kids, those other people, which mm -hmm. I said, oh, no, no, that's not right. So then I had to figure out how to do something about that. So that is where it started. In terms of the oh. second part of your question about how did I coach those students, what yeah. I started doing was just learning, learning from going to college events, meeting college representatives on my own, getting to know them, asking them what they were missing, and then finding a way to create that and, and put that inside of my classes to work with my students. And so then we started seeing results. And what I loved most about it was seeing my students' face change when they got accepted to college or when they got $5,000 for college, when they thought they, had, they would get nothing because they, they had all these images in their head from hearing from mama comes to auntie and them, and they had all yeah. these ideas in their head. But when they saw the papers that proved that it was possible, then they started getting excited about the process, and that was a wildfire. It ignited mm. me, it ignited them, and it just burst this mission of mine to, to work with students in the college and career planning space. Oh, my goodness. That is so amazing in so many ways. I think what that also does is set the foundation because now this is something possible. And hopefully that will lead to all throughout the college experience. So just not at the end or 
when they find a job, things can happen. They know right in the beginning that something that wasn't possible that it is. So that's like Absolutely. you really creating that, that foundational experience for them right in the beginning. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. That's amazing. I, I have to share that I was a late, late bloomer. And um, I didn't go to college too late because I didn't think I was smart enough. I didn't think I wasn't prepared. It was just so many things. And then I was afraid to go to college. What happens if I go and I can't find a job in that career? But then things changed for me once I decided to go to college for me and I'm not going for a job. <laughs> and then then I, and, and I couldn't believe I, I was an A student like me. I, you got to be kidding. Something <laughs> is wrong. If something is wrong with this. Even I knew I was getting A, but it was really funny. I have to say, say this. I actually received from, um, I can't think of what, what you call it, from the dean. Um, that You want um, a dean's list? Right, yes. I actually called and asked them, did they make a mistake? Oh, wow. <laughs> because, I, because I just couldn't believe it. Even though I know I was getting A's and I was doing the work and I was just, I was just so shocked because my brain was still back from years ago from high school, how I struggled. Even though I graduated a year early, I still mm-hmm. struggled in some subjects. And I just didn't have the confidence and the self-esteem. So that's great that you're doing something like this. That is wonderful. Oh, my goodness. And what you said just went with one of one of the things that that matters so much to me is that you talked about how you went to college later in life for different yeah. reasons. But once you even yeah. getting A's, until yeah. someone recognized that and told you, you know, you're on the dean's list or they gave you an award, then right. it did something to you. And the same yes. with students. Sometimes they don't yes. believe it's possible until someone else outside of them says something that encourages them and builds them up from the inside out. And then once they have that, you can't take that away from them. And then things right. become more obvious about what, what's possible. And so this right, is a yes. journey that's not just about college. It's about things that carry you through life. Yes, yes, that is true. And, and, and that comes to the next, next question. What is the recommended age to begin planning college? Because I think that if I would have had that, you know, before high school and, and would have been prepared, the things would have been a lot different. But that's okay. I still did it regardless. Yes. So what, what is the, you know, the recommended age? So this can vary. I'm going to give you the Maryland answer. So the recommended okay. age to begin planning for college is elementary school. And this oh, okay. is why I say that. So, so the professional side of that, I will say seventh grade, is a great time to start before okay. eighth grade, before high school, so that you have time, you know what to avoid. Because when students, particularly students of color, when they really start thinking about college in junior year, maybe even beginning of senior year, any mistakes that they've made, any hiccups that they have, they can't be corrected at that point. So then oh. the whole game changes about, it's not about what can we fix, it's about how do we adjust and maybe change our options. So the reason I say elementary school as an example, is I have a granddaughter, and I let her wear my college shirt that I used to wear to work every day, or um, she has her own collection, and she's only five. She can't read that well. She's just starting to read, but what she can't tell you is it says college. Well, now, whether she mm. goes or not, I can't tell you, but I do know <laughs> she does know what college is. It's yes. where she goes to high school, and she knows that a lot of people in her family have gone, and, and so I'm putting that seed in early. I'm right, putting that right. early because if you don't, especially in the home, 
then when your child gets to the age of being in school and being around friends and all these other outside influences, then they'll listen more to those messages than whatever messages you have shared. So whether you start with education is important, that there are many options, including college, but not exclusive to college, that you start mm -hmm. having these conversations. And what really caught my attention was I have traveled to over 200 colleges on my own in my career so that I can learn about new schools that I hadn't heard of or hadn't visited yet because there mm -hmm. are over 4,000 to choose from. And wow. so when I started visiting colleges, I noticed I was maybe one of the only people of color in the tour. Mm -hmm. Then I saw families, never a family of black parents and children. It was mm. maybe a white family or an Asian family or families of mm -hmm. other cultures. And they had little kids as young as two. This is where mommy and daddy met. This is where they fell in love. They went to college here. They graduated to get whatever it was that right, it was embedded right. in part of their experience. It was, let's watch the football games. My school against all the other schools, you know, they're at home cheering. They have mm -hmm. all their college gear on together. So it's planting these little seeds that college is even an option in right, students right. younger so that they at least know about it well before we get to how do you get there? What does it cost? There's so many of right, those other right. questions. So mm -hmm. the recommended age, whenever, very early is better to at least have some touch points, but uh, but really strategically, we're talking about seventh grade to start that Okay, process. okay, great, great. Now the other question, and I'm really curious about this, are there scholarships based strictly on academics? That's what I hear a lot. So is are there other scholarships besides, besides that? Absolutely. So my students will tell you and, and the clients that I work with, my answers always start with it depends. Anybody okay. who gives you a everything answer is not telling the whole truth. So it depends. Mm. That is what many schools particularly focus on, academics, because that is the quickest way to get scholarship money. I it's very see. cut and dry. Your GPA is blank. Your ACT, SAT is blank. Your, uh, you've taken this many AP classes, it's really easy and quick and fast to get those kind of scholarships. But there are scholarships based on ethnicity. So there are scholarships okay. earmarked for students of color. Definitely if you're looking at HBCU, there are scholarships based on major, based on interest. What are you interested hmm. in? Based on health conditions. There are, I've seen oh. a scholarship for students who have asthma or students who are vegan. You know, so there are scholarships based on a variety of things, community service, your love of pets, and definitely based on skills, so what skills you have. So there are a lot of scholarships out here, but here's the real truth. It mm -hmm. takes work to find them. Okay. And, okay. and their families have to be willing to do the work. When I was right. growing up, it was a telephone book. You went to the library, <laughs> flipped through the yeah. page. Now you can go on the computer, you can look it up, put in students for scholarships for students who are male, who are female, who are green, who are black, who are orange. Yeah. You yes. can find them. But if you never do the work to apply, to follow directions, to send it in, then you'll never get that money. And I always want to add this point, which shocks people. The earliest scholarship that you can get is in kindergarten. So, so many students wait until 11th grade year. 12th grade year. Now you're fighting against and compete against all these thousands of students who are in your same grade level. That's late. That is very okay. late. 
Oh, okay, okay, wait a minute. I, okay, you said, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, okay. You said as early as kindergarten. So are you saying, and I just want to make, make, make sure, sure, if someone is in kindergarten, they can apply for a scholarship that will that that will be there for them when they're ready to go to college, or is it different scholarship regardless that doesn't apply to college? So it's held for them. So let me give you an example. I believe in really? documentation. Yes, documentation wow. beats conversation. One yes. is Google. Google has a Google for Doodle scholarship, and if you've ever noticed, when you go on Google. And the um, the image at the top of the page changes. So for Black History yes. Month, you'll see yes. a thing for Women's History Right. So they have contests for that where students can submit their artwork and win, a, win some money and a prize toward that. And that's not the only one. So if you look up that particular scholarship, the first level is K through second or third. So they break it up by ages. Every couple of grade levels is a different category. Toshiba also has a scholarship that is available for students who are under fourth grade. So yes, there are scholarships out here. And so while many students and parents are not even thinking about college, right, why right. not get out there? And I'm, I'm giving you the secret sauce right now, but why not get out there early while other people are not thinking about it? So right, by the time right, you get definitely. to that level, then you can even keep the process going and you're better at it because you've been doing it for a longer period of time. Oh my goodness. Whoo. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of speechless like right, right now. What came to mind, like do they have scholarships for introverts? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I do want to caution this. So I hear, I hear people all the time. They have a left-hand scholarship and a right-toe yes, scholarship. Yes. But you can never tell me where it is. So I'm telling you, they do have scholarships for all kinds of things. But when people oh my, say wow. things like that, push them and ask them, where is it? What's right, right. Just like right. I gave you two specific <laughs> examples that you can look up yourself. You want to make sure that we're not operating in myths and we're right, not just yes. making these legends that people believe and we mm -hmm. just perpetuate them because for students who may not have as much access to college information or resources, that it hurts them to keep right. hearing Definitely. these Definitely. tales that used to be true, no longer mm -hmm. are true, or right. that are not true at all. Oh my goodness! Whew. Wow, I'm I'm just shoo. Okay, <laughs> okay. I wasn't prepared for that. That's a lot. That's amazing. Okay. Okay, let me stay stay focused. Now, <laughs> now the next I love question it, I is, love it. <laughs> how, how do students with less access or resources participate in the college or the university process? Well, one thing is to start early, which we mentioned when right. you asked me about that. Starting earlier. It's just like if you're in a race. Let's say we're in a race, and we know that because of racism, discrimination, segregation, all of these other things that are happening, that for certain groups of people, particularly people of color, we don't start at the same starting line, right? Right. So that right. means then maybe I have to go faster, harder, be more creative. I have to do some other things. And so I liken it to when you know what the situation is, that you maybe don't have access to resources or information or even assistance, then you may have to put in more effort, right? Right, so right. students, when I relate it to sports, they get it. 
What do you do if you're not on the basketball team? I practice every day. I practice right, every day. Right. In the morning, I get up early. I do it at night. I have somebody do it with me. I keep doing free throws over and over again. I just keep doing I don't get mad because the goal has moved. I do get upset, though. But what right. I do is I, keep, I step up my effort. And then I just jump, and I keep going. I keep pushing. And even mm-hmm. if I'm not successful, it's not because I don't try. Right, yes. And then well, I, I hope have... that people help me. I'm sorry. Oh, my okay. goodness. Well, oh, my goodness. I have to share. With, okay. When you said that, that brought back memories, big, big time. Okay. Because my son, that he was premature, and he was developmentally delayed and mildly retarded. He's not now, but when he was young, you know, I knew the issues or I did know the issues, but I thought, let me start him in school early. Mm-hmm. He didn't go to preschool. I mean, actually, well, put this, you know, with the special school, but I started him at three, at the age of mm-hmm. three, instead of waiting to the regular age of five or six. And so that gave him a somewhat of a head start, and I oh. really believe that helped him. Because along the way, even though he was in, in special school, it got to a point where he was above average. Then he went to a regular school and graduated like everybody else did, even though they told him he wouldn't graduate till he was 21. He graduated with a high school diploma like everybody else. Love so it. that is yeah. true that when you start early and you prepare them and you, and you have to fight for them, you have to be an advocate. And, and so, so that is true. So when you said that, I was like, oh, my goodness, my son. And so I got excited, but I was just like, and what would have happened if I wouldn't have did that? Mm-hmm. He might mm-hmm. not have, 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 have got that far because of that. Right. So, right. Ooh, my goodness, wow. Thanks for listening to Recipes of Revenue Podcast. We're going to take a quick break. When you leave your business, do you leave the door unlocked? When facing legal matters in the business world, do not leave your business unprotected. There is help when it comes to business contracting, even collecting past due receivables from clients. An experienced attorney is critical to resolving disputes. Don't do it alone. At SJS Law Firm, their mission is to partner with clients to help them achieve the business of their dreams and plans with timely and strategic legal advice. Their legal counselors and advisors committed, providing individualized service that is tailored to the unique needs of your business. SJS Law Firm provides the legal support you need to move forward with confidence. Secure the knowledge that you have a legal team watching out for your best interests. Don't leave the door open. Call SJS Law Firm serving small business owners, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. Profits. Call 202-505-5309. That's 202-505-5309. Or find them at the sjslawfirm.com. Hello, this is Donata D. Boring. I want to share with you my new book, 21 Days to Improve Your Sleep Hygiene and Lose Weight. It's a great book that provides guidance, tips, and techniques on how you can become more mindful, gain energy, and become more productive to grow your business. I appreciate you purchasing my book on Amazon, or you can go to my website, Donetta D. Mooring, which is D-O-N-A-T-A-D-M-O-O. Thank you for your support.
I am Donna D. Moore, Recipes of Revenue Podcast, and we have our special guest, Merlin Gilbert Mitchell. I'm going to continue with the questions. And my next question is, what do you do to prepare after working at home to get a good night's rest? Just briefly. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> wow. So what I will say is I do have some non-negotiables. One is no okay. TV in my room. You know, I don't I want like a TV that. in my room. When I go to bed, that's, that means it's time to go to sleep. That's, that's it. I keep a notebook by my bed for either one. I have ideas in my head that I something I didn't do for the day. Or sometimes I get up in the middle of the night with a great idea, divinely inspired, and I need to write it down so I can go back to sleep. I love uh, it. The third thing is I have no Ooh. work in my bedroom. And then the fourth Great. thing is I get dressed for bed. So that tells my body, okay, now it's time to rest and to, to get ready to get some good sleep. So those are the things that I do to prepare for a good night's rest. That is wonderful. And I love it because, you know, it's simple things. It's not you always have to buy a device. And mm-hmm. I see there's nothing wrong with, with it, but sometimes it's, the, you know, with the simple things and being consistent. You know, that you didn't say you had your laptop and type notes. You said a book, something to write in, something, you know, pick up a, a pen and a, a pen or paper, well, pen or paper, that you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and, right, and right. write it down. <laughs> so not say, or, or, you know, you didn't say your cell phone, and, and let me text it to myself, something simple. So I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness, yes. And the other question is, what is your biggest struggle when it comes to work and sleep? So that's a good one because I work from home, right? and mm-hmm. that makes the balance a little different. When you're at home, you look around, oh, I need to wash the dishes, I need to do some more work, I need to do this, and then you have people in your house who they see you at home and they think you are always available to them and you have to say, no, this is work time, right. or now I'm open to we can play or watch TV or do whatever the family things we do. So that mm-hmm. is more work to take balance. And my biggest struggle would be leaving things undone, whether that's okay. work, or personal, or family. But it is, so it's an ongoing thing that you have to just keep going over and give yourself grace and say, we can do this tomorrow. So unless I don't yes. wake up, I can do this, whatever it is, tomorrow. Right. Yeah. 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 And and I definitely agree. But that's something that I do. Like I use, I have a book. I mean, I kind of have different ways where I keep track of things. I use mm-hmm. a sauna for some things, for projects. But I have a good old-fashioned note notebook. And mm-hmm. just the other day, I used to write down things to do. And I decided to change it. Somebody said things. I'm like, it's, it's more important that I, it's more important. I don't just just do things. So I, I wrote down productive days. So that's yeah. when I saw the door. And then I, and, and I jotted down. And then I have, like, like last, last night, I wrote down productive days and things I need to do, and I check off. And sometimes I'm able to complete everything, and sometimes I'll get a fresh page and I start over and I add more more things things to it. So um, that's so so I definitely agree. So that is great. That's great. I love that. Yes. Once again, thank you for staying with Rusty Suit Revenue Podcast. We're going to take a quick break. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? 
commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Our special guest, Merlin Gilbert Mitchell. Oh, Merlin, you had me tongue tied because it was just so much good information. Um, I was speechless a couple of times, but that's but that's good. So, with all that being said, if you can please share with us how people can contact you and and support you. Thank you so much, Donna, for opening that opportunity for me to share with your audience. You're doing amazing work, and I am very happy to share what I know to help students. So my website is www.mgmcollegeservices.com. This is the name of my business. And my social media, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at MGM College Services. Services is SVCS. It's abbreviated. And then for all of your listeners, if they go to my Instagram page and click in my bio, they'll see a link where they're able to schedule a call with me, or they can look at some of the free services that I provide before they call me, and we can talk about some more targeted strategic ways to make sure that they get to college, get admitted to college, and are able to pay for college. Those are the things that I do to help people. Well, thank you. And someone would, would, would like to reach out to, to me, the best way is Donetta10k.com, and that is spelled D-O-N-A-T-A, the number one zero K.com. That's where you'll be able to find my website, all my podcast episodes, services I offer on sleep, health, fitness, and wellness, including all my social media platforms and so much more. Once again, Donetta10k.com. Remember, sleep heals.